International Sports and Entertainment News. Radio on GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, men's gold customers to meet police over 5 million released by NAM1 and uh, unfavorable business regulatory framework hindering entrepreneurial potential in Ghana, says World Bank consultant. In other stories, NPP primaries have saved dollars, I'll pay double what competitors would offer delegates, says MP. And who are those cool mongers in Ghana? Can the pa urge to give details? This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi. I can't now the details. The leadership of the aggrieved customers of Men's Gold Ghana will today Monday meet the Ghana Police Service to discuss the release of 5 million Ghana cities by the company CEO Nana Apia Mensa for onward disbursement. Men's Gold in a statement announced the release of the funds which would be supervised by the police indicated that payments would be limited to clients who have followed the stipulated procedures during the settlement process. However, the convener for the aggrieved customers, Frederick Forcing, said the meeting with the police will provide clarity on the next line of action. The aggrieved customers have been glamouring for the release of their funds after Men's Gold suspended operations in 2018. The company has since been accused of running a Ponzi scheme. Nana Apia Mensa, who is also known as Nam One, is currently on trial for fraud. Now, Emmanuel Awuni, a private sector consultant at the World Bank, says an unfavorable business regulatory framework is hindering entrepreneurial potential and deepening Ghana's unemployment situation. He said the existing regulatory framework and requirements for that from state agencies were a major obstacle to the realization of the entrepreneurial potential of Ghanaian youth. The unfavorable business regulatory framework, which includes business registration, was demotivating the youth from pursuing entrepreneurship, he said. This challenge, he said, could worsen the unemployment situation in the country as 3.87% of the population is currently unemployed. He was speaking at the End Poverty Day program, which was held at the World Bank office in Accra. Mr. Emmanuel Awuni called for reforms in the regulatory framework and requirements to encourage youth to pursue entrepreneurship. He said the World Bank aims to eliminate the bottlenecks associated with the regulatory framework for engaging the relevant agencies to improve the regulatory quality in Ghana. Thus, the World Bank has supported the Ministry of Trade and Industry to introduce business regulatory reforms to give agencies the push on how to improve regulatory governance and coordination to encourage entrepreneurship in the country. The reforms, he said, would consequently reduce unemployment in the country. Mr. Awini observed that many unemployed youth in the country lack knowledge of career path to pursue. He urged the stakeholders in labor and employment relations to welcome the idea of free employment services to reduce unemployment in the country. 
the indicator that economic growth in the country had not been consistent with job creation. He said major progress in terms of economic growth in the country was achieved in the extractive sector and a significant number of those employed in the sector were ex expatriates. Therefore, the economic growth was not really creating the jobs needed to reduce the unemployment rate in the country. Now, to other stories, the new patriotic party MP for BBNE and in Seoul constituency, Alfred Obingwatin, says he has the financial strength to ensure the delegates of the party retain him in the party's upcoming parliamentary primaries. In the media interview circulating on social media, the former CEO of Bulk Oil Storage and Transportation Company Limited, Boz, asked his competitors to prepare and adequately finance their campaign if they really want to unseat him. The lawmaker, who is also the vice chair of the Parliament's Governance Assurance Committee, said he would offer double whatever his contenders offer to NPP delegates. Mr. Obingboating, in a subsequent video where he shared with the media, justified his comments insisting no law bars him from saving such amounts. According to him, he cannot allow his competitors to threaten him financially and not do the same in return. If I say I have kept my monies in dollars, that does not mean I have kept them in the house. It only means that part of my money is in dollars and I've exchanged same and it could be at the bank or it could also be in my room and there is no offense or criminality in that. There is nothing wrong with that. I decide where I want to keep my money, he indicated. Now, moving to other stories this evening. A senior lecturer at the University of Ghana, Dr. Kwame Asa Asante, has called on the National Security Minister, Albert Kandapa, to come out with details of alleged coup mongers and those he claims are promoting coup d'etat in Ghana. The National Security Minister, Albert Kandapa, at a disinformation conference in Accra last week, accused some individuals in academia, civil society and the media of actively exploiting their influence to promote a coup and destabilize the country. He described the trend as worrying and a threat to Ghana's democracy. According to him, the development is a matter of serious concern and not only to security operatives but to all citizens as the country nears the polls in December 2024. Reacting in a radio interview, Dr. Kwame Asante called for details on those the minister claimed were promoting the coup in Ghana. He stressed that the comments by Mr. Kandapa is a serious statement that needs to be investigated. He therefore urged the minister to master the courage and name names, name institutions, individuals who are the coup mongers, and it is the first duty of him as a minister of state who believes in democracy and who supports the constitution. He should name names for the world to know them, Dr. Asante emphasized. Now, moving straight to some business this evening, the investment in Treasury bill now constitute bank's largest investment portfolio the Bank of Ghana has revealed in its September 2023 monetary policy report. According to the report, the share of Treasury bill grew sharply to 51% in August 2023 from 17.8% in August 2022. 
constructively, the significant increase in the share of short-term investment can be attributable to limited trading on the medium to long-term instrument because of the domestic debt exchange program. Consequently, the share of long-term securities in total investment declined significantly to 48.8% from 81.9% over the same reference period. The share of equity investment remained neg negligible, moderating to 0.2% from 0.3% during the period under review. Meanwhile, investment stood at 97.1 billion cities in August 2023, up by 19.9% from the modest growth of 0.8% in August 2022, as banks continue to rebalance assets portfolio in favor of short-term investment following the domestic debt exchange program and the revision of cash reserve ratio. Similarly, banks' short-term investment increased sharply by 242.6% in August 2023 after contracting by 38.2% in August 2022, while long-term investment recorded a contraction of 28.6% from a growth of 16.9% during the same reference period. Consequently, the share of investment in total assets inched up marginally to 39.7% in August 2023 from 39.6% in August 2022. Now, moving straight to some sports, Nations Football Club head coach Kasim Okansi Mingo is adamant his team should have won its matchup against Kumase Asante Kotoko. He said this after the league debutant played out a 2-2 draw with Kotoko in the headline game of the 2023-2024 Bet Power Premier League's latest round of games. Nations Andrew and Tim Menu scored the game's first goal in the 51st minute, but Kotoko got two quick goals from Steven Makwala and Che Jamena to take the lead. However, Amadou Diara scored from the penalty spot late in the game to tie the contest, sparking angry reaction from Kotoko fans. Nations has a win, two draws, and two losses in five games into its maiden run in Ghana's top flight division. The team ranked 14th in the 18 team league standings and takes a league champions Midyama SC next on October 25. Now moving to some showbiz this evening, Nollywood actress and media personality Tor Makinwa has advised ladies against making outrageous demands from their male counterparts. According to the beautiful actress, it does not make sense for a lady to demand what they cannot afford for themselves from their lovers. Speaking on the latest episode of her podcast, Talk Moment, she warned ladies against putting pressure on their male counterparts. She said, as a woman, you're living in Mushin and you're putting pressure on a guy to buy you a house in Banana Island. I'm sorry, make it, make it make sense. Can you buy it? Can you even move yourself out of where you are small? If he meets you maybe like halfway and you're saying to him, that bros, I worked hard to get halfway, but I have a dream. My dream is not to be here where you met me and I'm not lazy. For me to leave this point to get to the point, you can see the traits of hardware. Are you going to join me to move there or are you going to be there, period? 
McKinwan noted that women who make outrageous demands from men are the reason men disrespect women. And that's it with the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.